It's the one and only T.O. It's the Dilio. And it's the only one you see, QG. And today we are talking about the best two-man duos where one man was a rapper and the other was a producer. Now, because some of y'all who listen to this podcast have questions about the criteria, and we very specific about criteria, I'm going to break it down for you. So in order to be considered a duo to be discussed on this episode, you have to fit the following criteria. You got to be a two-man group. So you can't be you can't be three-man or four-man or five, just two. One member has to be a rapper. The other one, exclusively a DJ slash producer. So with that being said, uh, QG, would you like to lead us off? We're going to go around the room and just freestyle about uh, who we like and who we don't like. I mean, by far, my favorite. I got to go with Eric B and Rakim. I mean, it goes without saying. You know, you can't have one without the other. It's a match made in heaven. Why I love Eric B and Rakim is because, you know, Rakim's rhymes, his style, his cadence, his subject matter, and just with Eric B being behind the boards and scratching and putting the tracks together, it just fit. You know what I mean? Like, from paid in full, to uh, let the rhythm hit them, to don't sweat the technique, and uh, follow the leader. You know, these albums are just pivotal pieces of hip-hop history. And I remember getting into Rakim after. You know, I wasn't too familiar with his work with Eric B until I did my research. Because I would hear the songs, but I, you know, I didn't really know who Eric B was. I knew Rakim. And then I would do my research. I saw the videos. And I just seen these guys together, you know what I mean? They were partners in crime. And, you know, I have all their records. I mean, Al, you, you got you got all their all records. All four of them, yep. yeah. like, it, it's just something special <laughs> with <laughs> Eric B. And, and, and Rakim, you know what I mean? But it's interesting you say you can't have one without the other because Rakim went on to have a solo career without Eric B. Was it didn't it, work. Was it, it was good. It was not that good, man. That's the thing. Like, even though Ra's a legend, Ra's great. Like, even though, like, for me, if I were to give him a second producer to actually work it, I'll definitely put Primo. I think him and Primo actually work good together. But that 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 piece with the whole Eric B was just missing. It just it just didn't do much anymore. Like, even Guess was back. I didn't really care for that particular introduction. Even though Ross still had the lyrics, that's not going away. And, of course, you can't forget about when he tried to go Aftermath. That was not good. And it's interesting, too, like, when Rockham when Rockham started and Eric B kinda kinda chimed in on this. Especially Mac when you mentioned about the Dr. Dre thing. Mm-hmm. Eric B 
had sounds that were tailored for rock him style. Mm-hmm. That's why it works so perfectly because as a as a DJ slash producer, you know your MC. You know what makes your MC tick. You let me, know let me tell you the something. style. Let me tell you something. Like we always talk about follow the leader and you know, um uh what's the other records? But my favorite one I think Eric B did. It's one of the most known records. I gotta put Don't Sweat the Technique. I That's fuck. my favorite Eric B and Rock. Oh, came out. I could play that song over and over and over again. <laughs> and by the way, a lot of people don't know the video because uh. a certain someone was sneaking on the bass, Mr. Wyclef. At the start of the video. At the start Wyclef. of the video, you see Wyclef. And <laughs> get it. But you know, you but you know what also made Eric B and Rock him so cool? The outfits. Mm-hmm. The jewelry. They had on the matching paid in full posse coats. On, on follow leader, their outfits when they're sitting on the car. Yeah. Woo. That was fire. My man, my man, Eric B always had on fresh braids. Yo, the gold ropes, the rings, like Paid in full, that's exactly what yep. they paid in full. But correct me if I'm wrong, do you guys know why they broke up? I heard uh, money issues. It was oh, money? Nah, they wanted. They both wanted to go solo, but uh, Eric B didn't want to sign the release because he felt Rakim would abandon him. Didn't they? I think that was their last record, actually, No The Ledge? It was on the Don't Sweat The Technique album. Don't Sweat The Technique is the last that album. That was their last album that they did, but No The Ledge is on that album. It was for the Juice soundtrack as yeah. well, but it, it was also... Also for that was that like album. probably the last record ever, and then they just stopped. Yeah, great, great combination. And again, like you could listen, you could listen to the lyrics. For I already got man. criticized for doing the Saint Ives commercial too. Oh yeah, yeah, they did because of what they so you, what, you, what you, represented. You didn't like the 18th letter. I like the 18th letter. The 18th letter is good. It's good, but it just it's like like he said that Eric B piece. There's something special about yeah, that man. that you just can't you just you, can't break. You can't break that Eric B oh, type production man. from Rakim. Eric B is president. I think he did a I, like I said. I think Rod could do a good job with Primo as a second choice, but Eric B is the special piece to that particular rhyme scheme for uh and flow for uh Rakim. That's why it's just like weird that, and after all these years, they they finally reconciled. Like yes, a, they did. A long, or like after a twenty two decade yeah. type break, they've done shows together. They've 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 worked together after that. Because they've, it's like damn man, time is come on man, yeah. we're getting old man. Yeah, yeah. and they and they on they and they've done tours together, and and that's that's very important. One thing too that I always um always appreciated was on like. Every 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 chance, you know, with with, with the DJs and the rappers, ghetto? they would have the DJs have a track just for scratching. Yep. Yeah, every album. Eric B would just, he have his chance to display his skills? You know what I mean? And and to me that that that's important. You know what I mean? And it shows the bond and the chemistry and the respect for each other. So mm-hmm. Eric B and Rakim, that's my pick. And you know what's crazy? They've gone on to do other things without each other, and neither one was as successful. Solo as they were when they were together. Because that sounds you, you 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 know that sounds familiar, right? What what was how, how does that sound familiar? That that line you just said, straight out of the beef DVD. You quoting you quoting the you quoting the same line from Eric from from from, from Eric Sermon and Parrish Smith. Don't think you slick, man. You, 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 you go that me. wasn't even intentional. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, it's embedded. That's all. All right. Anyway, To what's your pick? Oh, y'all know where I'm about to go with this. You want a Sprite? Yep. <laughs> Meet the calm up, Captain the Castle. <laughs> so, you know, I got to bring in my boys, Pete Rock and CL Smooth. I know I get jumped about it. God, listen, we love but, to talk about him. But let me tell y'all something. Um, First off, he the reminisced, he reminisced. Yes, yes, yes. One of one of the all-time biggest records they ever uh put out. What made you a fan? My fan, well, that was one of them. I was actually a fan of one. That's the first song. Troy was the, was the one? I just love I think I love the fact the whole saxophone part came in even though that's a sample. We'll, we'll get to that next time of on an episode, but mm-hmm. it was just the production. It was like I felt like that was Pete Rock's prime right there. Represent, for some reason. Yes. For, Mount, Vernon. Mount Vernon. Right over right above the Bronx. And then um the first time I heard that song, I just fell in love like right off the back. I just want to hear it again. It's crazy cuz the 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 family legacy, like Pete Rock is Heavy D's cousin. 
That's right. They are cousins, and a lot of people don't know that. And another thing a lot of people don't know about this, like, they also had a particular EP. I think it was an EP called All Sold Out. And I know Alf said of the criteria that. That's correct. Um, the cr- criteria was that, um, you know, you gotta be, you can't do both rapping. You just gotta, can't rap. But here's the thing, it was reverse now, because there's a specific song called the Creator, that that's the, one of my other favorite songs. Like it is, it is one of the most funkiest rap beat ever. Like if you listen to it, you'll be like, but this time I like his vocals. Exactly, Pete Rock. Even though he likes to complain that he hates rapping, but Pete Rock is actually rapping. <laughs> And CL Smooth is more like doing a bit of the production and the scratching. Not really much production because that was still Pete Rock. And then although there is another version, I think there's a remix, but this time CL actually jumps on the board with that too. But the regular version, you have Pete Rock. Now, yeah. this goes to the um their first album, Mecca and the Soul Brother. Well, that first mainstream album like that. Mecca and the Soul Brother. What a freaking album. Classic. Classic album. Yes, and sir. And then um, when we talk about that, you got to bring in Troy because Troy, of course, was more of a tribute yeah. to Trouble T-Roy, rest in peace. Yeah, that was part of the Heavy D and the Boys. Straighten and the, It Out is another good yeah, song. Straight, dun, dun, yeah, Straighten Out. <laughs> and um, so like I said, and and I just, and Pete Rock just was killing the productions. And a lot of people don't know, Pete Rock, Pete Rock was killing the productions not only for with CL Smooth. He used to do a lot of remix. For a lot of people, look Pete, at House of Pain. Pete Rock did a lot, of, and you will see it in the in the title, Pete Rock Remix. Remix. House of Pain was one of them. Jump around. Yeah. And then um, their next album was the main ingredient, which they did get criticized was not like above how they came out blowing with the Mecca and the Soul Brother. I sort of I like the main ingredient. There were some songs I like. Searching was one. Yeah. Um, um, Caramel City was another. It was not bad, right. but. It it just it didn't live up to hype more than the Mecca and the Soul Brother. I mean, but you see how it fit with, um, with um CL CL Smooth CL's Ron's Pete Rock's beats, but that's the jazzy, I, yeah. So I'm gonna get to that in a minute yeah. because, of course, you got the Sprite commercial which they mentioned about a few minutes ago because you know they had a Sprite commercial and that's when Sprite was like, you know, everybody knows the Sprite commercials. Karis, MC Sam did it, of course. We still waiting for Pete Rock to finish that verse. <laughs> that verse. I, I called him out. I like, called him out on that a, a was, numerous was, episodes. Yeah, because because CL went in and Pete Rock was going. I got the knack to rock the spot. The chocolate boy wanted to make it heads bop. Plus, I, and then he stopped and started laughing. <laughs> Don't laugh. Finish the verse. Man. Come on, Pete. <laughs> Pete. And then, unfortunately, and the sad part is, after that, they broke up. Yo, you and I used to joke about it all the time. We was How like, you break up after a Sprite commercial? Yo, it's like they will, we're like they'll never get back together. No yo, way. They never get back together. Although P Rock did bring out an album called Soul Survivor, and if I'm not mistaken, CL did appear once on that album. I think he appeared two. Why P-Rock's did they album. break up in the beginning? Do you, does anybody know why? A lot of people always like to bring up money issues. I don't know. They say creative differences. Creative differences was one of them. I think I think because of the failure. In my opinion, the failure of the main ingredient. Mm. That's how I'm taking it as a fan perspective. Okay. Because the main ingredient was not really, you know, positive reviews, unfortunately. And and you could and you could feel you could feel the difference between that and the Mecca and the Soul Brother type album. Mecca and the Soul Brother was more of like Pete Rock, but it was like jamming. Like the main ingredient, it looked like it took a step back and a little chill a bit. Nice productions, no matter what. But Mecca and the Soul Brother had that soul, the real soul and the fire out there. Right. So they broke up. You don't really hear Peep out of them out again. But although you do see much of Pete Rock, because now Pete Rock is branched out into, you know, working with Nas. Oh, yeah. Working with AZ, other people. AZ, rather unique. A lot of people corrupt. Or corrupt. Know? A lot yeah, of people. Yeah. He has a. And, and of course, his Soul Survivor album, he brought in mad people. Eight was one of them. Oh, for sure. He had that song eight that eight uh, MCA did. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that one with corrupt and inspected deck? Was it oh, True Master? Yeah, yeah, True Master. True Master. What a record! All that, man. What a record! Yeah. And um, and then at one point, I think this was in two thousand and ten or nine, they were getting separate interviews and they were CL was sort of talking a little bit smack on P Rock. Like he was pissed at. You, you you know I'm glad you brought that up because they like reportedly. There's still tension between them now. Yeah, and there was still tensions. So 
I think 2012, correct me if I'm wrong, QG, because I think we saw this. 2012, P-Rock was at a concert. I can't remember. You know, DJ. And then you just see out of nowhere, CL Smooth appears on the stage. I think it was the show in London. The show in London. Yeah. And we was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What the fuck? We said, what? But it was like a one-time only. Yeah, was, and then next it. thing, it just... That was it, all for the money. Yeah, it was just for the money. And I think two or three years ago, out of nowhere, you see a picture. CL Smooth got his arms wrapped around with Pete Rock, and they like they took a selfie. We was like, wait, hold up. Right. Did hell just freeze? <laughs> That's what it felt like. It but now I'm going to get to this part that you also touched on, that when it came to CL Smooth, Pete Rock was like the bread and butter for him. Oh, man. It was just tailor-made. Like, it was tailor-made. I mean, didn't CL come out with other, you know, he came he out with He did come out with other projects. Project. He did come out with a solo project thing in 06. Right, right, right. And um, it, it he, did, he didn't do bad on certain productions, but right. that Pete Rock feeling, man, that's what's missing. When you're, when, you, when you're the producer and you know your MC, yep. you know what sound but credit to Pete, But credit to Pete Rock, he knows how to work with other people too, even if it's remix or regular versions. Like, hell, look at just give me, <laughs> give me what you can't get back. <sighs> Classic, what a record. Job, and, 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 and Eric Sermon, shout out to you with the remix. Oh, God. Hey. That remix was fire. Yeah, man. This man took luck. a Freddie Jackson and remixed the shit out of that shit. Yep. So, uh, Al, what you got, homie? Well, I'm going to go with a gang star, my man Guru. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Great. It's just amazing to me how a rapper from Massachusetts and a producer from Houston, Texas could Hold up, pause. Houston, Texas. Now, all those type of records he did for the East Coast, this man's from Houston. I I thought he was from New York somewhere. Still hard to believe. They just get up together and they relocate to Brooklyn. But look at all those classic tracks, man. Uh... Are you working? And then uh, you got that. You know one of my. Al, Al, you full of shit. <laughs> Where are you full of shit? Where you go, man? Why do I always gotta catch you with something? And then my all-time personal favorite, the militia. Right, right, because of a documentary. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah. What documentary? Why do you always do that? The Broomfield documentary, Biggie and Tupac. <laughs> they kept playing the same two gangstar songs over and over. The militia. And are you working? What kind of work do you do? <laughs> Stop it. Are you working? Oh man! But Come now, on, man! But, now, um, but my my all my all time favorite. Uh, we like not playing around. My all time favorite uh, personal gangstar record is uh, Mass Appeal. I like that in Dwick or Dwight or however you pronounce. How is it pronounced? Dwick. I can't hear Dwick. I just say the letters, okay? I don't say I, s- I don't say Dwick or Dwight. <laughs> so you really go around and say D W Y C K? Yes, yes. I say do that. I say D W I K. Dwick. But anyway. Whatever. I, I don't know. Only Premier could say it. You got a favorite Gangstar album? Yeah. What's that? It's between Mass Appeal and Moment of Truth. Tied. Uh, that, that's debatable. That was a single. Mass Appeal was a single. Mass Appeal is the album. No, Hard to Earn is the album. That's, Mass Appeal. That's yeah. what it was. It's yeah. between Hard to Earn and Moment of Truth. Yeah, those are good. Even though that song Moment of Truth, uh, with the Jamaican lady in the background, that that, that that's a that's a that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Royalty. T- Royalty t- was my favorite shit off that album. Tied for second uh, album wise would be a Daily Operation and Step Into the Arena. Right. I never heard no more, Mister Nice Guy. No more Mr. Nice Guy got that classic 80s feel. Mm-hmm. Like I, the, I still haven't heard this shit that got released late I got, last I got, year either. I got one of my favorite Gangstar records. What's that? Girls look so good. <laughs> next. <laughs> X girl to next girl. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. All right. Yo, that's, only that's the, a funny record. Yo, only guru rest <laughs> in peace. <laughs> next. The girls next. look so good. Next. next. Like, just, guru was just so laid back. And just so cool. He didn't have to yell. He didn't have to scream. He could just rap. It was just easy going with the scratch and hook by Premier. You know what I mean? Have y'all heard of? Have y'all heard of their? Um, yes, the, 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 the new album. How is it? It's pretty good. It's actually one decent. of the best yet. The reviews, the review I read on it was like it, it felt like they didn't have enough Guru material to make it a full album. You know what it is? <laughs> it it felt you could you could you could appreciate it because the Gangstar fans were hungry. Yeah. For, for for you know for something fresh and these are these are these are guru verses that we've never heard. Nope. These these verses was in the vault, which was which was which was amazing, and 
you got J. Cole on there. Mm-hmm. You got Q-Tip on there. You know what I mean? And See, it's, it's unlike the Tribe Called Quest, the right. final, their final album, because they recorded all of that before right. Fife died. So right. that yeah. was okay. Exactly. It was just a tur- it was a turnover. I still can't believe Kendrick Lamar and, and uh, fucking Tribe Called Quest did a song together. That blows my mind to this day. That song was good, though. I love that song. song. My man. Hell yeah. It was a good song. Conrad, Tokyo, dog, it's compatible. My man Fife killed it. But you know, too, it's like, I was looking forward to that album because I wanted to see if Nas was going to be on That's what made me upset. On the the Gangstar record? I was upset he was not on there. I don't know why they never did anything together. I just never understood it. With the connection with Primo. And Nas was, was on a skit. Nas was promoting the new album Heavy. So yep. I'm thinking, oh man, we find I'm thankful that J- that J. Rule was on it. It was good to hear J. Rule on an on Shout a primo out to track with with, with, with with guru vocals. I was so happy to hear that. But he was already on one of the songs back in the day. Who, J. Rule? Yes, he was. Yeah, but then after a while he started he stopped working with Primo. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 it felt good to just hear that. You're right. You know what I mean? To to, to have J. Rule over a primo beat after all these years. And he didn't he didn't skip a beat. No, he didn't. No, J. Rule Rue still got it. J. Rule just still got fresh it. Fresh and hungry as he as he was, man. And and, and 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 I really I really appreciated that. That took me back a little bit. So yeah, Guru, Primo. I got a question now. You a fan of the Jazz Masters? Yeah. I thought I thought it didn't I mean, I know that, that was, was like that was Guru's group. Yep. Jazz was my shit. Jasmine Taz is dope. It's dope. I love the song. See, I love the song Lounging. That was my shit. See, but here's my biggest problem, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are probably gonna wanna kill me for this, but if I was Primo, I don't know if I would have took part in that last Gangstar album. Because why, why Guru died not speaking to Primo. Yeah, they didn't uh there were so many controversies on what happened with the group. Why the group stopped working together? Didn't this what's his name MC Solar get in the middle of this mix too? This dude, Solar, because he sort of man, he yeah, sort of blew it up. Yeah, he 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 really he really drove the wedge. He really drove the wedge in there, man. I didn't. Uh, yeah, even though Owners was not a bad album. No, I love Owners. That came out in what? Oh three. Oh three. Skills was my shit. Skills, did it? Ah, yeah, yeah. Right where you stand with Jada Kiss was. Oh my too, god! Bro. You gotta talk about. Oh that, my god! Now the owner's album is dope. Yo, a lot of people don't talk about the owner's Snoop album. Was on it. Fat Joe was on it. Yep. Like it was a good album. Like I remember, like what what was that? Um, nice girl in the nice wrong girl place. In wrong place. It yep. had more of a commercial feel. Yeah, but skills was the shit. Skills was fire. I love Skills. That's my favorite track off the album. Yeah. And Right Where You Stand was right behind it. They both were singles, too. <laughs> Yo, Primo, with them, with them beats. Man, oh, man. man. Word, hey, man. Gangstar, you dead. I you, love Gangstar. And Gangstar is one of the most legendary duos one of the ever. See, and here's, why, here's also, if I was Primo, why I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, take part in that record. So apparently, and some people dispute the validity of it. But uh, Guru wrote a letter while he was on his deathbed, and I quote, I do not wish my ex-DJ to have anything to do with my name, likeness, events, tributes, etc. And a lot of people were wondering, like, what the hell was is going on? Was it a on? real letter? That's what people were talking about. A lot of people don't think that it was real. A lot of people think Solar was behind it. That's that's where people are, that's why people are sort of like giving him the side eye. Yeah, there's some controversy involved in that. They don't know how accurate it is. But it's a shame that it's a shame that they that they uh that they broke up. Yeah. The last track they did together while both were still alive, uh that that was on the eight mile soundtrack. Yeah, right. It was. I remember that. Too. So that was just about the same time when owners came out. Well owners was the barely a year afterwards. Yeah. For what I remember. Crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh QG, you got another uh rapper producer duo? Yep. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say one of their songs and I'm gonna say it in his likeness. It's a demo. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about Cool G rap and DJ Polo, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, DJ Polo. Yeah. The thief. What, what you mean? Oh, what's wrong with you? There we go. I'm trying to talk about the good moments and the. Good and you want to talk about the thief? DJ Polo, the thief. <laughs> yeah, he, he ain't produced them records. Oh my lord. Go, go ask Eric B. 
Yeah, go ask Eric B. How about we ask MC Shan about all that stuff, too? <laughs> you, you like to hear the story oh, again God. and again about how it went down way back when. He's, see, he's the gonna, monument is still in the place. You keep saying that. He's going to use that same line, whooping your ass. <laughs> you, see, you see how he gets annoyed when I say Marion. So this guy want to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kills it. Over. Next. Let's. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't say that like that. What? Next. <laughs> Let's talk about. Let's, let's talk about Gucci, Rap, DJ Polo. Three. You ha- you have all the albums all, all, in position. All three albums, right. yes, I do. You got them, right? Yep. Uh-huh. My favorite being Live and Let Die. Why is that your favorite? It's just more hardcore than the other two. Road to the Riches is dope, too. I love Road to the Riches. I love Wanted Dead. Wanted Dead or Alive I, is good, I, too. I, I, those, those albums, I love. This may sound weird. You know one of my favorite records is Streets of New York? Really? it. You, you you in the saxophones, man. That's what it is. It's the saxophone. I love it, man. man nah, you know me in the jazz see, rap. I told you, you when it comes to the jazz rap. G-Rap's storytelling, just on that song and, and, and everything, like it just it just it just worked. You know what the thing is? He gets no credit when it comes to storytelling either. Oh, G-Rap tells a story. I like this is gonna be a shot in the dark, but my favorite uh cool G-Rap DJ Polo song is Erase Racism. You talking about the joint with Biz Marky? Biz Mark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who else is on it? Kane? Kane. Kane. Biz Markie, yeah. Okay, right. The world is... <laughs> <laughs> Biz is a funny dude, man. That's your favorite? That's my favorite. Seriously? Seriously. That's a good song. Why are you surprised? Because I feel you have a hidden agenda behind it. That's why. <laughs> why is everything going to be a hidden agenda? Everything is a hidden agenda. Like, it can't just be straight up the song. You know what I mean? <laughs> I have a I have a bunch of favorites that I that I love from from G Rap and Polo man. It could be Rackers Allen or, or you know <laughs> that's the way G Rap said it. Is it the original uh, version of Raw with Big Daddy Kane on Road to the Riches? I think it is. It's a demo version. Demo, okay. Yeah, there's a there's a demo version where Kane is rapping. You know he's he's going off, but G Rap went crazy. Oh yeah. First of, all, first of all, when does he ver- go crazy? But that version is not on uh, uh, Kane's no, album. No, 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 it's not on Kane's album. Um, definitely out the gate with with they with their first joint. Truly Yours is one of my favorites. Mm, good, good, uh, good Money in the Bank with with with, with uh, Bumpy Bump knuckles, knuckles and Large Pro. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, sir. I mean, Polo and Polo and rap. Cold cuts, all them joints, man. You know, it's a demo and all them other good joints, man. Like, how many LPs they do? Four? Three. Four, they three. did three. Road to the Riches. Road to the Riches. Wanted, wanted Dead or Alive. And Living Let Die. Living Let Die. And they broke up because? That's a good question. Probably because he got caught thiefing on them. Uh, there he go beats. again. He got caught thiefing on the beats. There he go again. They was all under what? Hot chilling? Like cold, how, cold like, chilling. like how MC Shad would say, hot chilling? <laughs> <laughs> You love to hear the story again and again. Marion, 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 Marion. No, no, no. All you ever wanted to be was a soldier. Yeah, we, 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 we know how to shut this guy down with all that nonsense, man. Nonsense? No, I'm, I'm reciting one of the greatest lines in Queens hip hop history. You I'm keep a, doing the oh, same. Oh, line no, 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 no. I, I got a better idea. Let's let's do the most impressive dance that Master P has ever done. How you do that there? Oh, yeah? <laughs> what that got to do with anything? I don't care. The Go dislocated ahead. shoulder? That's, yep. a, that's, the, that's the dance move. But the monument is still in the place. <laughs> All he wanted to be was a soldier. Yo, can we go, can we like take a field trip to go see the monument? You could go by yourself. <laughs> Why? And when something happens to you, don't, don't don't say we didn't warn you. Why would something happen to me? Yeah, because you're gonna go out there being stupid. That's what you're gonna being do. Being stupid how? Yeah, doing stupidness. That's what you're gonna do. Stupidness like what? You, 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 yo, man, you 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 ask for it every single time. You just don't learn, don't oh, you? Let's let's take a field trip. Take field a, trip where? Take a field trip to Queensbridge to go see the monument. I'm not going out there. You can but go out the there. The monument is right in the place. No, 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 no. no. <sighs> All right, T.O., it's your turn. Hmm. Well, even though we're in a specific season right now, Uh-oh, but but we got go. but we got a few months to go, so uh-huh. I'm just going to say this: drums, please. <laughs> You got yes, you do. You gotta go with DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Now, love those guys. Here's my thing about them. Like a lot of people, are you getting thrown out the house? (laughs) 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 That didn't sound right from on my end. By the way, oh god, one of the funniest scenes on the Fresh Prince. 
Love those guys, man. Hillary got that. Yo, Hillary got Jazzy Jeff thrown out of the house so many times. Y'all remember the episode he got thrown <laughs> in the house? <laughs> no. He, he did. He stood outside. <laughs> uh, Uncle Phil was at the door. And he's like, ha, you can't throw me out because I'm already outside. He threw him in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to James Avery. Rest in oh, peace, man. man. That was just a Only game. one Uncle Phil, man. You notice every time he got thrown out, he had the same shirt on. Every time. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> Well, you can't, we can't, you can't reenact the scene. He'll get freaking uh, bone structures and shit. Yeah, so, so, but, uh, but, all right, so, uh, Jeff and Will. Jeff and Will, you know, Jeff is obviously the producer, and, you know, they all, Jeff is from Philly too, right? Yes, he yeah, is. Well, they all from, from Philly. Philly. That's how they met. That's Philly and everything. And, um, you, you always got to talk about one of the biggest hits, even though they had great albums, though. And they won a Grammy too. Oh, yeah. the first, the, the first, first yeah. the first rap artist to win a Grammy. Yeah. Yep. They I made they made history and they got and people got pissed. The, the first time I, I I heard of them was um I think I could beat Mike Tyson. Yeah, that was the first. I remember the video, <laughs> remember the song. <laughs> Yo, yeah, that man. video and the song was stupid. Yo, man, Will, oh, another man. storytelling by the, Will. The first song I ever heard from them. This was years later because it was before my time. But yeah. um, parents just don't understand. Oh, that's Ooh. another record that's that was a big hit for them. Classic record. Parents just don't understand. Yeah. And um, they how many albums did they have? Like two, five. three, five. They five. actually have five yeah, albums. Five. Girls ain't nothing but trouble. Oh. The IG Magini said. I, I think if I can remember the name of their albums, um, he's the DJ. I'm the rapper. Yep, yep. That he's was one DJ, of them. I'm the that was their second album. That was second album. Home base. Home base. That was a good one. Home base was good. <laughs> Ooh, uh, what was that? Cold Red. Cold Red. Cold Red. Yeah. And they had that one song that uh. Wasn't it a a little bit of a New Jack Swing type? I don't, I don't know. I forgot what song it was, and it was on. It was in '93. You know what I loved about them? They're like like we talked about Will and his storytelling capabilities. Their friendship is off the chain. Oh man, um, Nightmare on My Street. Oh yeah. Him with the whole perspective, because again, we're talking about they're young. They're young. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and the way that 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 the youth was feeling at the time. Mm-hmm. They spoke for it. They was just kids having fun. And the funny thing is, he's still recording records while doing the first few seasons on the Fresh Prince. Oh, yeah. Yeah, their last album was in 93. 93. Yeah. That's when they had that song. I think Teddy Riley produced one of their hit, hits that year. We also we also remember, um and, and um and In This Corner. That yeah. was another album. In This Corner. Rock the, Rock house. the house. Yeah. But you got to give them their dues, even though some people were not happy with their style. But... Will Smith came off the bat. You know, think about that. They went through a lot as far as the criticism. Yeah. Like, because look at their peers. Mm -hmm. You know, you had the hardcore, you had the aggressive, you had that. And their music was clean for the most part. Clean. They were clean. Right. They were clean. The most thing, the most thing I remember Will's Will's saying, and it's not even a curse, was the word bitch. Yep. On, um, you saw my blinker. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That just, it, it was just, it was just interesting. What was that stupid line he made? That we criticize them, we're like, ooh, ah. Uh. <laughs> you talking about boom, 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 shake it, boom. <laughs> well, he, was like, he was like, ladies, tell me what you want to do. You want to, ooh, ah, 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 ooh. Ah. Oh, man. <laughs> that's, just, that's just Will, man. Yo, only, only Will, man. Well, uh, but, yeah, but, I mean, you mentioned summertime. You, you could put that on any day. Any day. You can put it on in the winter. You can put it on in the spring. <laughs> and still get the feeling of a hot record. Yeah. We're a little ways away from summertime, but you can listen to that anytime. Oh, yes, man, sir. Question. And that's a barbecue type of song too, by the way. What did y'all what did y'all think? I mean, cause Cold Red was their last work. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, Al, you have all the LPs. All like, five of them. Like yeah. and you heard them all in full? All in full. Can you look at the transition from when they started? Cause even when, like around the time with Cold Red Will was on. Will was doing the show, right? Yeah. He was doing the Fresh Prince. He, he was doing he movies. Was, he was busy that year because right. he did the Six Degrees of Separation. He did Made in America. Right. He was he was busy in '93. Right. A lot of people don't know about. And they didn't really break up. Break up. They just they just they just started branching out, but they always yeah. remained friends no matter yeah, what. Yeah, because even out, even like years after they stopped making music, they still had a few more seasons on the Fresh Prince, and jazz, and jazz was still was part a, of it. Jazz was a character. Yeah. And at the same time, they're each other's kids' godparents. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they close. I remember I remember um, watching, uh, one thing I thought about, too, 
because y'all could y'all could chip chipping on this on getting jiggy with it. Mm-hmm. Ain't that jazz doing the scratching? That's jazz. Do that That's is jazz doing the still, scratching. Like even though, and and if you remember at the end of the video, he he's doing the Carlton dance. <laughs> Like you know, like when Will and Carton would do the little thing for the uh, mm-hmm. f- uh, from the Sugar Hill Gang record. Yes, indeed. So the chemistry and the and, friendship and, and, was and, always and still even there. when um Big Willie Style came out, his first solo right. album, Jazz was still part of the production. Y'all remember that video where where they actually went back in time and Jazz broke the time machine? <laughs> and he was like, Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince forever. You know what I mean? He, he wanted to go back to that time period. Uh, that's the song with Slick Rick. Slick Rick, I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That was that was kind of ill. Yeah, shout out to shout out to Jazz and um, shout out to DJ. Well, yeah, DJ yeah. Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, aka Will Smith, aka Muhammad Ali, aka Mike Lowry, aka Enemy of the State you character. Gonna, you, you gonna name every <laughs> role man, he ever had? Word, word, word. What else? I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. Agent J and all that other AKA stuff. Aka Agent J, Agent K, Captain Stephen Miller. Oh my lord. Aka I'm gonna stop right there. Anywho. Um, oh, so I guess it's back to me now. Yeah, who you got? All right, so this duo only did one album together. I don't know what happened, but uh, the album, I actually discovered this album not too long ago, so it's fairly fresh in my mind. But uh, Lord Finesse and DJ Mike Smooth. I have that album. The Funky Technician album. The Funky album. Technician was dope. I just went, but I can't find nothing on DJ Mike Smooth. I don't know where he went, what happened to him, did he... Did he fall off a cliff? Did he lose his 808 machine? Like, what happened? I mean, after that, what? I mean, Lord Finesse just kind of went his own way. Went his own way. Production and rapping-wise. And he's more of a, a, a producer than he is a rapper now. He's not a bad rapper. No, not he's a very all. good rapper. Underrated, if you ask me. Yeah. You know, he doesn't get as much credit for his I love his 95 sure. album. What was it, Game Plan? I think it I'll was. fuck was that album. Yeah, but, um, I mean, you heard that album in full? Yeah, I, I love the song "Baby You Nasty." That's one of my favorite jokes. <laughs> Lord Finesse, uh, Mike on the on the scratching, like Mike was showing off when he was scratching too. Mm-hmm. Like he he was definitely putting in work with that. that I still was need somebody to back to back rhyming is my shit too. But I need somebody to tell me what happened to this dude. Let me see if I can. And, and ain't it funny though, Al? Like there's a rapper on that album called Andre the Giant. Really? Yeah. There's a rapper. Uh, no, on, on, and, uh, well, that's actually show. Uh, that's actually AG, AG. Believe it. We believe that Andre the Giant. That's is why. Also AG. That's why he. That's why he had to shorten his name because he was originally going by that. But then when the whole, when when they say Andre the Giant, they thought the wrestler off the back, so he probably had to change it to listen, AG. Listen, listen. I changed my name to AG if if if, if, if Andre the Giant. You see the size of him? You see this look on that man face? All you gotta do is just sit on you by accident. Rest in peace, Andre the Giant. Man. All right, QG. Is we're talking about you. the wrestler, by the way, who's um, passed for away. For me, for me, they did they did a lot of work together. Mm-hmm. It started off with you know a group, and but then slowly you could see that there was a chemistry with these two guys. And uh, I gotta go with with Prodigy and Alchemist. I gotta I gotta I gotta say that because they've done work together. Mm-hmm. You know, Alchemist. I mean, <clears throat> is, is it a duo? Duo per se? Like, what was the name that they? There was a name that they called themselves. It was. It was the album that they did together. Who the Alchemist and Prodigy? Yeah, yeah. It was the album that they did together. Well, uh, he was definitely on. He was definitely producing H and I C a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, oh, it's the it's the. Return of the Mac. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, that, was that was a joint album. That was a joint album. Yeah, yeah. And and you know, it was it was um they would call each other Bumpy Johnson and, and Dutch Schultz like that. Like, what were they hold them now? Yeah, they get well, I mean he, I mean, he pro- was I on mean the they were on the soundtrack. Prodigy was. You know, for me the chemistry came from what where it really came from, <laughs> even when Alchemist was producing, because he he first got with them when it came to murder music. That's when Alchemist first got with him. He's the, he he produced one of your favorites, Al. Which one? What's up? The track with G Rap. The realest. That's the Alchemist beat. Who was on that again? G Rap. On the Monty and G Rap. That's a G Rap had the first. That's verse. when Alchemist first got with him. The beat goes. Dun, 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 that's Alchemist. So what really did it for me was when. They did uh, when Alchemist did his album First Infantry, mm-hmm. and P was on it, and they did that song together, "Hold You Down." 
just the chemistry between the two of them rapping over it. Mm-hmm. And then when the Return of the Mac album came out, it was just Alchemist Beats, Prodigy's Raps. Yeah. There was just, and they kept working together even even until um, Alchemist was Prodigy's DJ. Mm-hmm. When Prodigy would do a show, Alchemist would be there and he would, um, he would you know, do the tracks and it's it's, it's kind of crazy thinking about it now, you know, with P, you know, passing away and it's, it sucks, you know what I'm saying, that we'll never get to see Mob Deep like that again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with Alchemist, because, you know, Havoc was always the main producer. Yeah. And, and then you bring in somebody else who's dope. Alchemist is dope. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were mad that the Alchemist didn't get a track on Blood Money, which is my favorite. Why album. were people mad? He he he. Had Actually, the, I was happy. I was yeah, I was happy too, buddy. The Alchemist didn't touch Blood Money because he was, uh, what what justice was he was gonna do? I think I think I think Alchemist knew that the album was trash, so he didn't want any, he didn't want no parts of it. It it wasn't working. No, it wasn't no. working. What do you mean trash? It was trash. That one wasn't trash. Was trash. America's Nightmare was better than that, and that's dumb. And Ten that's times trash. better. Yeah. Ten times better. Why do better. we keep going through this? Well, you put yourself <laughs> in this. You yeah, keep yeah, bringing yeah. up yourself. I mean, you, you mean you want to talk about it, man. That, that, that's what it is. It's on you, buddy. Alchemist and P, I love what they did together. I wish we could have got more, but that's my pick. This is how we do it when we do it. Oh, nope, God. that's not how they do it. Trash. They did it wrong the entire time. <laughs> All right, T.O., your, your, your move, sir. Oh man, it's it's tough on this particular topic. But recently, I wouldn't say recently, but when these two get together, I can fucks with it. DJ Premier Royce the Five Nine Prime. Let me tell y'all something. They made an album together? Twice. Two of them. Two of them. Where have yeah, I been? Yeah, group, bro. Prime. Bro, Look it up. This is recent. This is like recent. Now, those albums are fire. Oh, yeah. Both of them. Now, let me tell y'all something. A lot of people forget that at one point, Premier worked with Royce Hart on his uh, Death of Certain album. And, of course, the song Hip Hop, one of my favorite tracks Can from his. Boom? And Boom. And Boom. That was the first time I heard it. Boom. But Hip Hop, one of my favorite shits. But then, you know, uh, let's say like a decade later, they come out with their whole, you know, Prime, which is mostly like Primo, you know, Royster 5'9". Their album was hot. I loved their first album, and then their second album, I felt like it was a bit better. And if um, any of you video game people out there, yes, one of their songs is on one of the NBA 2K songs. I think it's the 2K19 one. I believe Rocket. It. Yeah, Rocket, Rocket is on it. Rocket is on it. Rocket, yeah, Rocket is on Rocket, it. Rocket is tight. What one oh man, I love that record. But anytime you have those two together, see, this is what I was talking about where certain people know how to branch out and you know make a feel for them. Like when you we talk about P Rock and CL Smooth match made in heaven, Eric being Rock Kim, you can't break that shit up, obviously, in my opinion. But Primo, outside of Guru, a in other words, Gangstar, he knows how to really you know, lace people up on their formula, their sound, their style. So when it came to Royster Five Nine on his Death of Certain album, I felt like they would. I'm not even gonna lie. I sort of predicted one day. I was like, they got to do an album together because, yeah, like next decade later, I was like, oh shit, they actually doing an album together. Mm-hmm. And to their credit, it did not disappoint me because you can't go wrong with Primo wherever you go, man. And and Royce bringing his and style, Royce, oh his my technique. god! And you could tell he was a fan of Gangstar. Oh yes, he's a fan of Primo, so he knows Oof. when he gets on a Primo track, he's he, going, he's going, he's going to bring his A plus game, and, 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 and he does it effortlessly. His, yeah, he does it effortlessly, man. And his way, the bars, oh my god! Yo, don't sleep on he. I feel like he's another one that gets like underappreciated in the game, man. That's another guy, man. And that pisses me off, man. I love Royce. Yeah, Shout bro, out to Royce. Detroit bro, in the house, Royce man. Royce the record primo. Yo, bring on another prime. Let's get a prime part three. Man. Yes, we let's, need a prime let's part do some three. More, man. Primo, Royce, if y'all hear me, I want a prime Yo, three. Bring it. Give me prime three, four, five, six, seven, and eight. <laughs> I don't care. Jeez, word. Yeah. All right. I guess it's back to me. Yeah, what you got? So. <clears throat> I'm gonna go reflection eternal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tyler and Kwali and Kwali. The blast is that's that's like one of my favorite beats ever. That whole album is great. There's only one it's problem. A there's only one problem on that song. What? The album the album version. There's an extra verse in the video. 
that was not, not on put the on the album that pissed me the hell off. Yeah, but they put they threw Gil Scott Heron on the CD. I, yeah, but I want to hear that third verse of the blast. You know, you 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 know what kind of messed me up with them. Hi, shout outs to High Tech. They came with a sophomore LP too late. Cincinnati in the house. It was a mixtape. It was a mixtape. It was a mixtape. They didn't do a second album. Nope. Yeah, it was a mixtape. Al was right. It was a mixtape. Yep, it was a mixtape. I mean, how many years was that? Actually, no, it was a mixtape that got turned into an album. album. Right, but right, it right. Turn up, it's a ten-year gap. Gap. Too long. Too long, man. Too long. The the fire that they had from that, and mind you, I bought that album not knowing who Talib Kweli was. So you didn't have Black Star before that? No. Oh. I was looking at BET, obviously, the video. You know what the funny part is? They didn't play Definition a lot on BET. They didn't play Respiration a lot on BET either. That's the either. thing. I didn't know nothing about that. When I saw I The did. Blast, I said, yo, this is this is fire. Yeah, this you pronounce my name. I I, I, went, to, I went to Music Factory man, with high the tech. album. I put it in my head CD player, and I'm listening to that whole album back and forth. Most Def was on the album. Yes, he was. You know what I mean? Um, you like Ghetto Afterlife, didn't you? <laughs> Why? Because cool G raps on yeah, it. Yeah, G rap did it. it. What De La Soul was on the album too. Yo, another beast that track with Rod Diggin and Exhibit, man. Yo, they went on one, two, three. That shit was crazy. And Lennox Lewis was on the intro. Yes, he was. <laughs> they put that on the Madden 2002 game. I mean, the instrumental though. Yo, the, even even that song with the African drums, which is oh yeah, which is your right, forte, T.O. That's, that's right up your alley. Yo, that production. Yo, high tech behind the boards and quality with the raps. That album. We talk about rappers that don't get uh, appreciated a lot. High tech as a producer is underappreciated. Oh man, because he did a lot. He did some work with what Method Man. He did some work. He, with, didn't he produce Get Bop? No, that was Kanye. But that was he, Kanye. there was one particular record he produced. Uh, uh, round and round we go. That yep, record. that was one of them. <laughs> that was a high. And, and by the way, we don't like the we we like the version with Method Man. Oh, we love that version better. <laughs> Reflection Eternal. This is Nelson Mandela, aka Dave Chappelle. We know that was you, Dave, doing the, doing that skit. You sure about that? Yeah, yes, it was. It, Dave was. Chappelle, bro. it was confirmed. It was Dave. Dave, Dave was the one who, who talked about it because he heard Kwali heard him do the impersonation. That's just like that's just like what's the name who did Bernie? Everybody Mac. thought it was really Nelson Mandela. I've been fooled. Well, Al, I was fooled I too mean, at first I, until I, I yeah, realized, I mean, like, hold I mean, up. I mean, Al, you tried to pull a fast one too. Back, back, back. <laughs> By having uh, <laughs> during your music recording days when you had the intro for Masterpiece at ease. <laughs> right, Dave, you Why did you have to bring that up? <laughs> because you see how he was duped by Chappelle being Nelson Mandela. <laughs> he, he he actually had a couple people fooled about what he did. <sighs> so it's the same difference. <laughs> Listen, listen, I wasn't I, gonna I bring that nobody. up. That, that was legit, right? Uh, yeah, right. If this if this was seven years ago, I could have called that man. You on the got phone. that from the Snoop Dogg album. <laughs> <laughs> when I heard it, I said, "Wait a minute, man. this man took everything from on that album." What you doing, man? This nigga took Wyclef's gunshots. Oh, no, see, wait, look, I look. Revolutions per minute. Mm. That was high tech. That was the yeah, yeah. yeah it was um the second studio album, second, the last one they did. Too late. Too late. They probably not, they probably I wanted. Not. I wanted another compilation album from them by like maybe two thousand and four. That joint came out. I mean, in sorry, two ten. And I mean two thousand and two. I would have uh, loved to see them come back in two thousand two because that reflection internal was two thousand. Because look at the gap. and this was on the raucous. Look how many albums Quali put out in between that gap. A lot. A lot. A lot doing his own solo thing. He had a, he had at least five albums. Yeah, but you know Cincinnati, Brooklyn, <laughs> put it together. Oh yeah, why not? Cincinnati not really known for hip hop like that. Right. Well, high tech is putting that on the map. Yeah. Uh, so it's T O is back to you. It's back on T. Actually, no, it's you, QG. All right. Well, uh, run the jewels. Gotta talk about run the jewels. That's Killer Mike and what's his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. ELP. ELP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my one of my homeboys put me on because I would see it. On like websites and and hip hop sites, I've been trying to get to run the dudes, and I never got a chance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause it's cause I mean we all know Killer Mike. Yeah, you yep. know what I mean. It's the whole I, I, it's, world. He killed that verse, by the way. <laughs> like he came in and just bodied it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, when they got together, I, I would just see the album cover with the fingers and the gold rope. Right. And I'm like, what is this? You know what I mean? So. I kind of, I kind of got into it. Like, like when I looked it up, mm-hmm. 
You know, I checked it out, and I was like, yo, this is this is fire. Like, because, again, Killer Mike, he takes his rap serious. Oh, yeah. I love the way he gets in there. You know what I'm saying? And um, ELP, from, from, um, um, from my knowledge, he works for the Cartoon Network. You know, he was an executive. I didn't know that. Yeah, executive, you know what I'm saying? And just and just putting songs and tracks together. And it's ironic because I did my research. You know where they got their name from? What? Where? A, a LL Cool J song. That's why I felt like it was... Run the Jewels. <laughs> That's why when I first heard that, I was like, is that, a they LL? Got it, is that they, an LL group? They got it from the lyrics from an LL record. You know what I'm saying? And then um, they got, I mean, Mac, whenever you get a chance, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They got Run the Jewels. They got part two. They got part three. Part mm-hmm. four is actually supposed to come out this year. Right. You know what I mean? And they do tours, man. Mm-hmm. They go they go overseas. They do a lot. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, for those that don't know, that's Killer Mike, ELP. They got some good, good joints out there, man. They actually get nominated for awards and everything. And, right. and they, have a, they have a fan base. They do. They sell out. When they do shows, mm. it's a pure hip hop. Che- I gotta check that. Oh out. yeah, no, no, please, please check that. Check that out. All right, To is on you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just lost because I feel like who could I who could I put? Who can I put as my next one? If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. I don't remember their album, but I think Rhapsody and Knife Wonder did something too. I believe they did. I know Murray's and Knife Wonder did something. Murray's and Knife Wonder yeah, definitely did. did something. They did. And that's another person who could, you know, you know, it's a North Carolina thing. Because remember, a lot of people forget. Why are you saying it like that? <sighs> Here we go. North Carolina! Come on, you got to put some life in it. Man. Oh, God. <laughs> so anyway, and per- apparently this man wants to be the P.D. Pablo voice of them all. Well, yeah. But what I'm saying is, you know, um, Knife also hails from North Carolina as, as long as as well as the group Little Brother, even though I heard they don't talk anymore. Mostly Fonte and them don't talk. So why don't, you one. Be, why don't you go be the big brother and go help them reconcile? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all all from North Carolina. I'm technically uh, younger than them, though. Oh, well, you're still from North Carolina. No, shout, I'm not. Shout outs to Hendersonville. It's not Hendersonville, fool. What is it, Henderson? Yes. Oh, I'm thinking of Tennessee. Shout outs to Henderson, Greensboro, <laughs> Charlotte. <laughs> Flair country, woo! The hell you talk? Oh, oh yeah, he is from North Rick Carolina. Flair, that man. is Rick Flair. Yeah, I talk about but Rick but but Rhapsody and I, I can't remember the name of the album, but I remember Rhapsody and Knife wanted to do something. Rhapsody is a great female rapper. She gets no credit. I love Rhapsody. She can rap her head off. I love Rhapsody, and of course, when her and Knife want to get together, it's 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 you know magic made in heaven. And then you have um, I know she had that one song called Honda Accord. Knife wanted to, you know, lace that shit up. But if you ever get a chance, I think it was in the year of, um, ah, oh, man, I forgot what year it was. They had an album. I think it was called Thinker or something like that. Was it Thinker? That's what it was? If it's not the album call, it might have been the record. But I think they had an album a few years ago. But, yeah, Rhapsody and Knife Wonder is a great thing. Because, you know, Knife Wonder and Fonte are good. You mentioned Murs and Knife Wonder. Right. But um yeah, I, I say Murray's Revenge was a hell of an album. Oh yes, great album. I'm great album. A. California A hot. Yep. Great, great album. So yeah, I think Rap City and Knife Wonder got a got a good chemistry together. I like them. I gotta re I gotta really listen there. If they got if they get another album out now, I would definitely cop it. That's the thing with a lot of these like producers and rapper duos, like it's it's like a rare occurrence, you know. Like they don't do and, consistent and, and work. That's what I'm saying. Together. It's it's not like Gangstar who's right. consistent, but right. they they do something to put like you got like two consistent albums already from Primo and or about to say Ronfest, Royster Five Nine, but Rap City and Knife Warner. I want another album but by them because I know they did one, but I remember listening to it too. Right. So I gotta go with Rap City and Knife. Shout out to them and nice. Cena House. Oh yeah, no question. Is it, is, it, is it on you, Al? It's on me. Okay, who you, you got? You're going to be upset, though. Oh, why am I going to be upset? Because I'm going with Mad Villain. Okay, go with oh, Mad Villain. Oh, you got to go with Mad Villain on this one. Yeah, yeah, you can talk about Mad Villain. Doom. I actually got a personal story about Mad Villain. Oh, uh, really? let's hear it. So, about a month ago, um, about a month ago, I went into, uh, shout outs to, to the good people who still buy physical records. I went to Rough Trade out in Williamsburg. So, y'all in Williamsburg? Y'all want, y'all want good vinyl? Y'all go to Rough Trade. Went in the rap CD section, 
and it was the smallest rap CD section ever. Like when I tell you, their rap CD section maybe is from where I'm sitting here mm-hmm. to like where you are, mm. QG. All right, all right. So, yo, these fools wanted eighteen dollars for "Paid in Full" by Eric B and Rakim. So I'm there looking for stuff mm. that I don't own, and everything is expensive. But you know, I have a rule: can't ever go into a record store and walk out empty-handed. <laughs> so, <laughs> the one record I didn't have was uh, "Mad Villainy." Which, uh, yo, shout outs to MF Doom and Mad Lib, yo. Hell yeah. Yo, that song, All Caps. Woo. I love MF Doom. Yeah, man. Doom and. And you know what? Before I bought that record, and I only bought that record because I had to follow the rules. Because, you know, the Alfred rule <laughs> states you do not walk out of a record store empty handed. So, I bought that record and I'm just like, yo. I'm just like, yo. I, I listened to it from beginning to end and I'm just like, Back in my ignorant phase, when all I listened to was that down south rap, now I can understand why I never found that music sooner. That shit is so intellectual to me. I mean, again, when you have... What intrigued me was the title, because I'm a big comic fan. You know what I'm saying? So with MF Doom, with the Doom mask, and Mad Villainy, you know, it's just it's like the play on words really intrigued me. And, you know, Mad Lib is dope. Oh, he's a dope producer, man, and you know, with Doom, with his style, like things just blend and and and, and just go together. Oh yeah, you know, no question. Now nah, it's a shame they only came out with one album, though. One, aren't they working on another one? So they claim, but it's like been forever. Oh uh, man, that that's the thing that 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 gap, that gap between them, man. It's like, oh man. What you got cooking, QG? Uh, it takes two. Oh, DJ the record. Rob Bass. There we go. See, got to th- throw the classic in there, ladies and gentlemen. It takes two to make a yeah. thing right? Everybody knows that record. Everybody knows that record. Alfred knows that record too, right? What? Of course I know that record. Well, what else record you know that took that sample, by the way, Alfred? Tell me. Do I act like we don't forget about the little Romeo and the oh, Masterpiece? Oh, no. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Oh, That's why he likes no. the record. He don't oh, care about that shit. No. <laughs> Not that nonsense. Not that nonsense. I told you what my favorite Masterpiece and Romeo record was. And which was what? I need doves. You know what the sad part is? <laughs> he has a favorite Masterpiece and Romeo record. That's the sad part. <laughs> what? You know what the sad part is? He also thought Masterpiece had a better verse on 4321. I'm a no limit soldier. That's why they booked me. They shouldn't have booked him. <laughs> he should have bought a ticket to get inside the studio in the first place. I need dubs. He need more than that for that song. <laughs> why y'all some haters? I need my money back for that Because he had no business beat on that song. Why but, not? Because he was trash. But uh, That does not fit with that roster they had on that 4-3-2-1. You know that. Yeah, but um, getting back to... Uh, Basin, uh, Easy Rock, peace to Easy Rock, man, because um, you know he he passed in 2014. Right, Dang, was that long yeah, ago too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was. Um, I remember, I remember hearing about that. But you know, you could go anywhere in the world. You throw on it takes two, and you just start getting up on your feet, start jumping around, start dancing. It's a classic, legendary record, and it's and it's more it's more than what they had because their 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 debut album did go platinum. In 1988, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. There was no digital downloads. I recently just bought their record. Yeah, for, yeah. For 3.99. See what I'm saying? Imagine what it cost back then. Yep. More than 3.99. You know what I'm saying? So you know, like legendary, legendary man. You know the group from, uh, you know, from Jersey, from the golden age. You know the 80s was the golden age of rap. That's what it's. That's what it, it takes two to make a thing go right. Hopefully you're quoting that instead of that masterpiece Romeo record. <laughs> oh my god, y'all can never cut me no slack. No, 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 no. Can't do it, but yeah. Uh, legendary, you know, Rob. That was the only album Easy. they had, right? Uh, Rob and Easy actually came. Well, um, um, the Incredible Bass they came out with that too. You know, they had that again. You know, trying to top. That that single it takes two because that's what that's all that they Don't really forget, play. Snoop Dogg um, on "I Wanna Rock" sampled them too. He did sample that. 
He did sample. Even 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 um, fresh Fresh Prince and Jazzy kind of really. Yeah, yeah. Just just for a little piece that I want to rock right now. They gotcha. they they sampled that part. You know what I mean? So yeah, shout out to them. Mm-hmm. To is on you. I was trying to check my, you know, mm-hmm. some calls and everything. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Damn. We know you're important. I know. <laughs> um. Did we really touch my? Oh, actually, I got another one. Ooh, yeah. We mentioned him earlier when he was talking about um I can't remember who he was talking about, but we gotta bring in Showbiz and AJ. All right. Most definitely now, Showbiz and AJ. Shout out to Full Scale, great album. <laughs> I like the track that that production of Full Scale alone was the the the, uh, the song alone was a hot beat though. But um Showbiz is obviously the producer while AG we talked about his name, the Andre the Giant. So you know he had to switch his name to the initials, but he is the rapper and the, the first of all, they all belonged part of that long ass crew digging in the crates. Great group. By the way, if you're not familiar, it's a lot of them. I can't remember who, but it's Showbiz, AG, mm-hmm. Law Finesse, L. Bill Gell, um, Fat Joe, oh, yeah. OC, Diamond D, Diamond D Buck, Wild. Buck Wild. Oh my God, it's about numerous of them. No, we said L. Yeah, we said oh, L. We said L. OC. It's it's a lot of them. So yeah. the first time I remember, if I'm not mistaken, the first time I heard them was on the Funky Funky Technician album. That was the first time you heard them. Was Lord Finesse. Lord Finesse. Lord Finesse is a member. That's was right. a member. Right. So he, That's he, the he, first he, time he I ever heard him about him. them. Yeah. And then um, I thought I thought Ag's not a. I think Ag's a decent rapper. He's not like nice, nice, nice. But I think he's a decent rapper in my opinion. And um. Um, I remember hearing their albums back then. Um, Goodfellas is what I heard. Oh my, yo, Runaway Slave was good, but yeah, I thought Goodfellas yeah. was better. Never less than ill. Never less That's than ill. That's the first song I heard from them. I like. Um, I remember. I like the song they appeared on on Black Sheep song. I think it was called Effect. Mm. Very very cool song. Um, Runaway Slave was a great album. Actually, if if anything, they they had a lot of EPs with. Parts of the LPs, yeah, they had because Runaway Slave was a first EP. Then they made it an album. I, full Scale was even an EP at one point, and then that became a full album. Yeah, Full Scale was an EP. I don't think Goodfellas ever had an EP yet, but Showbiz and AG, I, I you know, they they another one that's like match made in heaven, and they don't really get talked a lot either. You got to be a fan. Yeah, you got to be a fan. And really understand the history, especially if you DITC fan oh, out there. Man, if you love digging in the crates. You know, I just realized Fat Joe was everywhere. Of course. So was Big L. Yeah, like mad groups. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because I mean, again, look how look look at the look at the connection. Mm-hmm. Look at all the producers that's in there. You know what I mean? Buckwild. Like, oh man. Lord Finesse. Um, Showbiz. Yep. They were stacked. Heavy. That was a heavy stacked group. Yep. But um, Showbiz and AG, I thought they had. I never got a chance to listen to other albums after Full Scale, but um, neither did I. I they did release a few albums. I think one of them was Streets. I forgot what it was called. It's it's something with the word Street. Uh, if y'all Showbiz and AG, y'all could back me up and let me know what the album is. But after Full Scale, I didn't really get into much more of AB of AB AG and Showbiz. I didn't really get a chance to hear much because I was I was stuck in the mainstream era by then. But they weren't really mainstream either. But other than that, they had some good good records like Runaway Slave again, great album. Why is it Why is it that that they're not heralded or as big or as as giving the props? Digging in the crates and Showbiz AG. And, you know what the thing is? It was a particularly underground movement. That's it was what it, was. I, it was a bit of an underground movement, and um, like I said, like you got a lot of big acts in there. Yeah. Look who look who made it to to success. I mean, look at where Fat Joe is in his career, and he credits them till this day. Yep, digging in the crates, Lord Finesse, Diamond D for for his success. He thanks them all the time. Diamond yep. D was on. People said Diamond D was like the original Notorious B.I.G. Mm-hmm. But um, Diamond D is another person that doesn't get credit as production wise. Yeah, that's another that's another one. one. It was Diamond D, Showbiz, Lord Finesse. And Buckwild, they were set like a motherfucker. And some of them were both producers and rappers. Exactly. Like Finesse. Finesse, Finesse is Diamond. Rapper, Diamond, producer, rapper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Showbiz and AZ together, that, together, that chemistry. What a good duo. They had all. They always had that great chemistry. Yeah. That's a fact. That's a fact right there. Yeah. All right, I got one more. All I right. can't think of anybody past this. All right, who <laughs> you got? Uh, yeah. Um, 
they only released one album, so again, short, short catalog. But uh, West Coast Pioneers, before mm. West Side Connection and before the Mad Circle, yep. Dub C was a member of Low Profile with DJ Aladdin. Mm, DJ Aladdin. And they only had one notable song, and that was uh, Pay Your Dues. And I remember everybody got everybody uh, got upset because, you know, Dub C said the word faggot. <laughs> no. They got upset because he said that word. Yeah, because he, he, he the song was uh he was talking about somebody who looked like a faggot because he dressed like a girl. Okay, oh, what no. year was this? Nineteen eighty eight. Nineteen. Wow. If you think about it, it was ahead of his time. Yeah. Um, back when Snoop Dogg bought the Priority Records catalog in twenty ten, he put that song back out on a mixtape, and everybody was just like, "Oh, he can't say that." <laughs> But, yeah, so Dub C has been in groups his whole career. Oh, yeah. Okay. But and nobody yeah. knows what happened to DJ Aladdin after that. Yeah. And that album is long out of print. Damn. Amazing, right? Yep. You got one more or, you, or are we done? I mean, can y'all think of anybody else? Nope. You know, you, 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 know, you know what's crazy? We don't got none of that today as far as DJ duos nope. and like. Because all these producers try to rap too. That is that is another one. And a lot of them don't scratch. Nope. I think because everything's digital now. It's like digital. The the art of scratching is lost. Yeah, man. And again, there's like, there's a lot of rappers who started out with DJs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they Went go their off. own way. Yep. Yeah. Like Ice-T had a DJ. Yep. Well, what was it? Evil E? Yeah. You know, LL had um, Cut Creator. Even groups like De La, Soul, De La Soul had Prince Paul. They had Prince Paul in there. Um, EPMD had Scratch. Scratch, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, like, you get the, you get them combinations and then they just kind of they phase, themselves, phase out. themselves out. You know what I mean? And a lot of these rapper-producer combos, they don't last long. They don't. One, two albums. Eric B. and Rakim was lucky to make it to four. Yeah. Gangstar had five while Guru was alive. Yeah. Pete Rock and CL did two, two. LPs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of ill when you think about it. And I'm sure everybody out there listening, if they could think of anybody, would uh, be sure to let us know in the comments. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think, think we covered all we could cover. Yeah. yeah. We pretty much did. All right. So this has been another episode of Rap Lab. If y'all got y'all questions, even things y'all want us to talk about that we may not necessarily touch on in the podcast, shoot us that email at raplabpod at gmail.com. Yes, That's raplabpod at gmail.com. And we are out. Yes, sir. Hey.